It's located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter offer, baby. It's Monday at 6 o'clock. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on Mutiny Radio.fm. Yay, it's Joke Workshop. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. We're here. It's a special Christmas edition. So there aren't a lot of comics here, but that's great because we're going to run it just like a regular Joke Workshop. Make sure that uh, there's... there's uh, Microphones strewn about the room. Also, you can come in here. We can have discussions. It's four-minute sets. At three minutes, you'll hear the horn. That means you have a minute to wrap it up, feel what a minute feels like. Don't dump out in your time. We're here for you. Even if you just want to do crowd work for four minutes, whatever you got to do, get it done. Uh, And then we talk about it after with all of these microphones. Remember, it is a radio show, so you must speak into a microphone so that we can hear you all over the world, and that's awesome. But the more comments you give, the better. I'm going to be taking notes. I encourage you to take notes as well and pay attention to your comedian peers. And hey, if you're up there and no one has anything to say, direct them. Say, hey, what about this joke? Remember when I did this? And we're like, oh, what? And then we talk about it. So use this time wisely. We're all here to help each other. It's a joke workshop. Yay. Yay! All right, well, we're going to get it started here. Look at the list. And Larry Dorsey isn't here yet. He did a little pre-sign online just because I asked people on Bacon Bay Area Comedy Network to let me know that they were coming because you never know when it's Christmas time. Like, where are the people? It's okay. You probably have families that care about you, and you're still comics. How dare you? All right. Well, then you're your first comedian of the night. You're going to pay attention and take notes. He runs two shows here at Mutiny Radio on Tuesdays from 2 to 4. It's beyond our comprehension. He talks about science stuff that none of us understand. But he has all these facts and cool shit. And then from 4 to 6, it's Clem's Castaway Outways, which is an amazing open mic, an opportunity for comedians to talk and have a lot of stage time and use microphones and be awesome. And he's awesome. Put your hands together right now, everybody, for Clem. I keep a close watch on this heart. I feel like I want to ride in on a cattle like John Wayne to the mic here, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. It's the Christmas Eve Eve show here at Mutiny Radio Joke Workshop. Thank you. I'm so used to that kind of applause at my regular shows that I feel like right at home. All right, this time I'm going to try to keep to the script, which I really never do on Joke Workshop, but you know, I have this bit that I do about going to the Goodwill and how they don't have a separate section for, you know, adult books and children's books and the kids can kind of go in there and do whatever they want. Well, I brought one book in here and this is, this is for Taoism or Taoism, however you want to say it, but what it is, it's the, the Tao of love and sex the ancient Chinese way to ecstasy, right? And I found this on the bottom shelf in the Goodwill. I wish I was a kid today. They had it separated when we were in the grocery stores, right? All the nudie mags were on the top. All you had was like crosswords on the bottom. But that's not why I brought it for a joke. The joke is that my wife and I are trying to use this book to increase our sexual pleasure in the bedroom. Now, the only difference is that my wife is a male to female transgender uh, post-op, 
uh, by the way. Now, that's, that's one thing I got to say. Shout out. Uh, you know, if I ever had to suck a dick in life, it would be for one doctor, right? You know what I'm talking about, that doctor in Beverly Hills, right? Doctor make you feel all right. Doctor feel good. No, actually, that's for me. That's for the drugs. That's what I do. She's a Puritan, right? Actually, it was Dr. Sunshine in Scottsdale, Arizona, and they make it pretty there. It must be because everything is shiny. The sun is always shiny. Everything's looking good. Her labia majora and minor turned out perfect. The clitoris is okay. It's all right. Don't you have to worry about it, sir. It's okay. The theme park is all open. The problem is, is I was never good in my first marriage of having sex. Even though it lasts for 17 and a half years, I have no idea why. So I was kind of worried when, you know, she had her sexual surgery and I was kind of glad it took about a year for the swelling to go down. But now, better than Disney World that is amazing down there. And I don't, you know want to kind of flaunt it because I know feminists everywhere are really mad at that, right? But it's true. She cut off the cock and now it's up to me to perform in the bedroom. And the reason why it's more than just entertainment for us, right? It's more than just passion. If you go to Google Scholar, you'll see that coming orgasm, ejaculatory, that process is good to prevent cancer. She lost the cock, but she still got the prostate. So I got to step up in that room. I already went to the doctor and said, give me pills, right? I'm in a technology age. I'm biotech concentration in my degree. Why would I not go with technology at first? And technology is great. But there's something that is missing, and I knew where to go. It's the Chinese. The Chinese dynasty's been around for 8,000-plus years. They got it right on those little napkins that said a horse and a boar are not compatible. My wife and I fight all the time. So when I found this book, I'm like, okay, step one through five, this must be perfect, right? But here's the only problem. So I'll read number one. Number one is her face is flushing red and her ears are hot. Now I'm thinking, you know what? Feminists have fought long and hard for this sexist realm to end. And this is not going to be any good, right, if I'm not going to place us in the book, in the storytelling here. So let me just go ahead and change it up here. His face is flushing red and his ears are hot. This indicates that thoughts of making love are active in his mind. The man that's me, right, can now start coition gently. That's coition. That's coitus with an action. So I think coition is a new adverb, right, an action verb that the Chinese have put up there. So coition, gently, in a teasing manner, thrust very shallowly and wait and watch for further reactions. Now, the only problem is I'm reading this and automatically my voice goes into the nasty gutter. I'm like, what if it's like two homosexuals? Some of them would consider us two homosexuals, right? But what if like there's two homosexuals that are reading this book? There's a problem with it, right? Because look, his nose is sweaty and his nipples become hard. I don't know if you can see that from behind, honestly. Does that mean, there's another question, does that mean that homosexuals, when they fuck, they fuck in front of mirrors? Like vampires, when they shave, they shave each other face-facing, right? But, you know, it's anal. 
Can you get the picture out there, listeners? Now, with that sweaty nose, this signifies that the fire of his lust is somewhat heightened. And it's so arousing now, I'll just have to let that go. But there it is, the book of Taoism. Homosexuals, what do you think? Yes, I'll admit that I'm a fool for you. Clem, everyone! Thank you, Clem. thank you very much. Thank you. We have uh, open microphones strewn about. Uh, I, would, I would say, is there a way that you can present yourself as like a professor and like put your glasses on and be like, all right, kids, now it's time to listen to Professor Clem. Because there's, there's so many facts and so many things that you're talking about. Is there a way to present? Because the, the, the goal is comedy, right. obviously. Right. And you have a lot of like things you're saying that are intuitive and that are great. But is there a way you can present yourself that makes it like funnier? Yeah, I can, like, um, I can wear my lab coat and my, my scubs. And with my glasses there, and then like my textbooks, right? Or, I, like, I don't even know even, if like, you need. I don't even know if you need the outfit, but if you have like the glasses and a, and a textbook, I, I yeah, I do that. Something yeah. then. I'll wear my honor scarves, right? My honors, right? All Just those robes or something if, like that. I mean, that's good. What okay. are what are comments for people? Because I mean, you were you were bringing up a bunch of cool. It was like a cool TED talk, <laughs> okay. but you yes. know, it becomes like where's the. Where's the delivery? Where's, where's, the right, where's the punchline? And and the delivery's fine. You're great talking into microphones. You sound really cohesive, and you don't say um or ah, and you're loud enough, and you're you keep saying words, which is great. Um, but there there has to be like an angle to it, almost right. to make it maybe cut to the cut to the book quicker. Okay, yeah. More quickly that you've got this. And that's right. I would have liked to get through all five. You've got the sex manual. Funnier. You've, you've got this sex manual and how it doesn't subscribe to gender equality or something and right. say like, oh, so I don't know. Other, other comments. Maybe like me and my wife are trying to fit that Eric since she's male to female, we're trying to explore, but something like that. I, I yeah, totally agree. Go to the, um, I need to act the funny. Well, and I mean, you have great personality on stage. It's just a matter of like. Are you going to put in some like, like, here's where the punchline is. There, That's what my mentor said. My mentor that I'm working with on Facebook, he's like, dude, you're a storyteller. That's hard. He's like, you got to come up with so many quicks in there right. to keep it, them entertained. Exactly. So, I'm like, so there, oh, okay. there has so to be. So you're telling me I should be a manager. No, I'm no, no, but it's no, no, you're, it's just, you've got, you, you have the story and you have like the premise, but then it's, where are the. There's got to be some wordplay in there or something you can do with, I mean, you started with that coitus thing, but then what's something we can relate to that has to do with the, like, the coitus question? Right, okay. You, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's got to be some yeah. wordplay or something. Does anyone else have comments or questions anything. or anything they'd Bueller. like? Clarify. Is there anything you would like to ask the audience in clarification? Yeah, or how for, could I offend like more people without a joke. That's exactly why. Because I'm gonna go again tomorrow and like my set, I, I call for dark blue and raunchy comedy, right, at, at the show that I go to. So where do you think I can offend some more people with that? Anyone? <laughs> well, did, did, first we should start with, did anyone find what he said offensive? Offensive. Like, was there anything that he said that you guys were like totally, totally over the line? Go, go up to the microphone and say if you think there was some stuff. Hey, this is Amanda. Um, so I don't, th I wasn't offended, but you 
some people probably would have been by the line that you know you and your wife are considered homosexuals. Okay. I like Good. that. I Good. thought that was. I, I was like hoping you were gonna say something. I'll get like the that. LGBTQ backlash for that. With the yeah. With, with three groups, I get with that. And but then that's you could okay. go yeah. deeper. That's good. Thank you. Sorry, but it's your truth, man. Like you're. That's super cool. You have you have a, a non-gender binary relationship, and you're embracing that, and that's fucking badass. I know. It's almost like I'm. Um, you know. I'm the return of Jesus. <laughs> and then depending on how racial you want to get, you could go into the fact that the book was from China. I don't know. Something with that. Great. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good. A longer set and then, then I'll definitely be able to. I feel like since you're talking about something unconventional in, in regards to like sex, like it, it all, like it all has the potential to be offensive based on your tone. Good. Like, but I better throw a vibrator in there, or, or like the actual toys we use, than just missionary position. Yeah, I think Maybe. I think it's not so much like what you say, but how you say it. Because what you're talking okay. about, you're like walking a line with something that is kind of right. I mean, I, I'm not saying there's yeah. If I get wrong with, with what, it, no with surprise, it, but right? there's like the, that material is something that is so primed for like punching down. Good, okay. you know, and so like okay. you can easily talk about it in a way that would like just tonally like come off as offensive as if you're like this is so weird as if okay. you're scorning it basically okay you know? being sarcastic to the point of yeah, it yeah. a little bit yeah I would say so alright thanks put your hands together everybody it's Clem I find it and please show up tomorrow from 4 to 6 for Clem's Castaways it's uh, another open mic from 4 to 6 here at Mutiny Radio so come on by get some time hang out with Clem your next comedian, I believe it might be her first time here. Put your hands together, pay attention, take notes, be awesome. It's Amanda. Hey, thanks for coming, both uh, virtually and literally, um, and I guess physically. Um, so, how you doing, San Francisco? You do. Um, so I used to live here. I'm now in the East Bay, but I loved it here. The best part that when I lived here was the parking, oddly enough. Um, I could always find a spot. I could always know where my car was because it was the only one that didn't park itself. And there was one Tesla SUV that used to park its fat ass right outside my apartment with the license plates. And I kid you not, zero carbs. This was so offensive and made me want to leave the Bay Area so badly that it was just almost as bad as these recycled Nespresso pod earrings that I'm wearing. See, you can even hear them. Um, or oat milk lattes. I mean, like, what are we suckling at the teat of the Quaker Oats guy or something? Maybe Colonel Sanders, I don't know, doppelgangers. But um, I did all I could do to stay sane at that point when I saw that car. And I turned around and I donated to the Pence 2020 campaign. I mean, what else was I supposed to do? It's Pence. It's clearly not Trump anymore. Impeachment actually happened. On December 18th, Trump became the first member of the cast of Home Alone 2 to be impeached. That's right. Um, and I, I knew it was going to happen, not because I'm a Pelosi fangirl, but because I did my part. I don't know about you, but I actually did my part to make it happen. And here's how. 
In my lifetime, the only way to make a president become fully impeached is for a Jewish girl to blow him. (laughs) So I have two words for you. You're welcome. You're not going to hear about it on BuzzFeed, though, because my NDA was a lot tighter than Stormy's. (laughs) Much like my pussy. And in case you were wondering, it is like orange juice. But, I mean, it's kind of like a hop, skip, and a little jump from where I am anyway, right? I mean, I'm straight, monogamous, which basically makes me a Republican. So, even like today on online dating, I don't know what to put in my political affiliation little bracket. That's a thing. And it really shouldn't be in the Bay Area because the fruits and nuts here really put the bi in bipartisan. I've been into Asian guys lately. They really put the poly in Polynesian. But yeah, um, I have been dating online recently because I am newly single. The breakup was tough because he was he's the sweetest man alive right behind the dad from Atypical. And I guess it kind of makes sense because I've always been more into savory than sweet. So I'm thinking that my next meal will probably be a more exciting, savory, thick brown sauce. No more of this white, refined cane sugar shit. After all, we are living our zero carbs best life here out in the Bay. Or if I really want to piss my parents off, I'll go for the spicy black bean sauce. Well, I think I'll go ahead and do, go do that. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Amanda, everyone. Amanda, yay, yay, yay. Amanda, yay. And then yay. Thanks. Yay. Um, so I just said um to you in the first 17 seconds said um seven times. Whoa. So because I started counting it and then I was like, oh, but then once you started your material, no ums at all. Which is great because obviously you have material. Like you, you have a script in your head. You have like that was definitely four minutes. And in front of not comedians, you have way more punchlines in there. You have so many punchlines. It's like, I was like, shit. I'm thinking about did I get that joke? And then I'm on to the next. I'm like, fuck, man. I'm. You have you have a lot of you have a lot of really good punchlines. So I'd say like, slow down and let them land, because you obviously have a lot of material. Um. Um, um, I see. I'm not supposed to say I'm either. It's contagious. Yes, I'm fat shaming a car would be because you said first, like it's big fat ass. And then I would stop and look at everybody and be like, yeah, I'm fat shaming a car. I like that. Because you talk about it anyway. You go into the fat stuff. So I just thought that's a good little tag that you can like look at everybody and stop. And um, also you said suckle at the tit of Wilford Brimley was the oats guy. Thank you. That's Wilford Brimley, <laughs> who is the Quaker oats guy. So he did all the commercials. And if you say suckling at the teat of Wilford Brimley, like that's hilarious. That's a weird image. Um, and then even after I loved your, um, I loved that joke with the, he's the first member of cast of home alone to be president. I throw in something like, and I thought it was going to be, Joe Pesci or I thought and I hear I thought it was gonna be Macaulay Culkin like throw out another name that was in there of Howard who is the stern guy anyways the, the one one of the anyways I just choose another it's another punchline to add nice um and again with uh 
I think your Monica joke was great, but you have to say your name. I don't think everybody got it because they don't remember. So I got it, the Jew sucking a dick, and I'm like, oh, Monica Lewinsky, obviously. But I'd throw her name out. Okay. Because you have an opportunity to do it. But great material. Like, oh, and the other thing, the dad from, the dad is Michael Rappaport. The, the actor from Atypical. So you want? So you think I should mention his name? I say anytime you you already made things specific, and so I just make them specific. Wilford Brimley, you'll get a laugh at it because it makes an image. Anyone who, if you say the dad from Atypical, if you say Michael Rappaport from Atypical, the people that would get the joke will get it even harder yeah. because you're reminding them, and they might know him from other things. Like he was great in True Romance. Like, <laughs> anyways, I know that's old, mm. old thing but but great great stuff really great material thank you yeah jason you have things to say uh yeah i kind of agree on that point about uh just kind of pausing before the punches so that the audience knows uh just has a signal where they should be laughing um and then uh for the donald trump home alone thing maybe there's some way that you can incorporate like the slapping on the face <laughs> of like yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah whether you use it to be a maze or as like a blowjob oh, of course oh <laughs> very nice yeah. nice yeah because you already mentioned home alone so you might as well double down on it thank you yeah <laughs> uh, i like how you go through like different ethnic sauces i think it's great it <laughs> makes me want to go across the street and get a taco uh, <laughs> <laughs> see that's a punchline clem <laughs> I just have to hire somebody to write my jokes now. Uh, I I really thought maybe if you like threw a Tinder thing in there, like oh my parents, I'm not doing that one. Like swipe left, swipe mm. right, or something in there to like bring like, you know, millennials in or something. Like that. You mean mention Tinder or like add hand Sorry, motions like swiping? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Thank you. Donald Trump was also um, it, he was for he was a big. What's it? Pizza Hut. He did a bunch of Pizza Hut commercials. He was the face of Pizza Hut for like a long... Was it Domino's or Pizza Hut? It was one of them. But in like the early 90s, mid 90s or whatever, he was like a huge spokes... Just just interestingly enough. <laughs> but other weird Donald Trump stuff. Great, great stuff. Any other comments? Everybody clap wildly for Amanda. Thank you. That's how the joke workshop works. Everybody's doing great. You're all commenting and being specific, and that's so important. You can also go up and just say things that you like about people. That's good, too. That works. Um, Yay. And thanks for donating to Mutiny Radio. Um, It turns out that open mics are entertainment. (laughs) So we have to get a... Oh, we have to get an entertainment license. It's like every time everything starts going well, it's like, no, here's another thing that you didn't deal with ever, and now you're a person and you have to deal with it. Ha, 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 touche, city of San Francisco. Your next comedian, put your hands together, everybody, for Pancake! Because I still miss someone. Hi, I'm Pancake. I got that name because I was bullied. Here's a, a, a f- fistful of dollars. Uh, you know, um, walking around the streets is uh, a different for me. Uh, I don't know if you can hear it, but uh, I'm a Lyft driver. And... Uh, 
I see these these people in need everywhere, and it, it, they got it so so bad, you know. And the cost of living is so high, so I have to start tipping them like twenties, you know, just just so I know that they'll get by another couple hours, you know. It's getting cold here. The bay is very chilly right now. Am I coming out this crisp on the radio? I have a muff for my mic. If time will allow, I'm gonna grab it from the bag off stage. No, I'm gonna let it sit there. How is there so much room for orange gourds and dead trees? But there's no room at the inn for my uncle who's licking up whatever you leave behind at Civic Center. It's tough in the Bay. I'm uh, the last of a dying breed. I'm from, I'm from the San Francisco Bay Area. I uh, memorized my zip code as a child. Nine, four, five, three, zero. And now it's like everyone, everyone's from Nebraska. There's a state I hardly use in my Rolodex. It's now not gonna come as a surprise when I hear the horn. I'm just gonna ride the wave. In fact, give me a visual horn, if you will. And Oh, it's auditory again. Well, I'm Pancake, <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna be hosting a show at Delirium tonight. So so show up if you want. We're going eight to late, eight to late, and if uh, it's not an open mic, but if you. If you show up, I'll try to get you on. I'm uh, open to questions now. Learn to lay a track. Yay! Pancake! Yay! It's wise to use your time at the end to, to promote. Pancake, I loved your voice. Has anyone ever told you that you sound like I felt like I was talking to Jim Morrison in a seance. I loved your voice, thank you. You're welcome and thank you. Uh, I used to have a, I had a poetry teacher who told me years ago that if people aren't listening, your impetus is to go faster and speak louder. But what you should really do is speak more slowly and slow down and it gets people to listen. And it absolutely works. You're like, you were like an ASMR fucking YouTube listening channel. <laughs> and the first joke about being bullied was very funny. Uh, Jason. Uh, yeah, you said something about, uh, was it 94538? 
where you grew up or something? Three zero. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. It's okay. Whoa. All right. Well, I, I feel like, yeah, I mean, the whole the point of the joke, uh, or, or like a big part of it, was like how much San Francisco you are changing, or you, you see changing around you. So maybe it's like, you know, I'm an SF native. Um, you know, I, I've seen San Francisco change a lot. You know, I used to be born, like when I was here, I grew up in 94530, but now, it's, now I live in 666. <laughs> <laughs> Punchlines. I like the point that, that you made on, uh, you know, San Francisco getting uh, more expensive and, and it's cold, like both those facts, that your white friends are moving away and now you got friends from states like Nebraska, you know. There's one I'm never gonna use. Hey, I love the visceral nature of your comedy and your voice and um, Yes, definitely. Especially the fact that you could challenging listeners to hear that you were a Lyft driver. Can you hear? Can you hear the disappointment in my voice? I'm a Lyft driver. Do you have any questions for us? Anything that you want to ask? Or anything? Does anyone want to show up to the show that I'm hosting? Please uh, show up. I, I, I probably will. I'll probably be there. I love Delirium. It's a great room. It's the weirdest room because it's a bunch of just regulars that are drunks. And I love them because I, I know a lot of people at that bar because I hang out at another bar that I like to hang out at. But it's crazy. It's a roller coaster. Like you get them and you lose them and you get them and you lose them. And it's almost like how long can you stand it up there? When, you're, when you get them, they're great. And then when you lose them, you're like, fuck, man. And then, and then you have to work to get them back. And it's, it's just a good workout room. It literally feels like a 24-hour fitness workout room sometimes. And sometimes it's great. It's like being in the sauna after and you're like, everybody's naked. This is great. And sometimes you're like, oh, fuck. Get me the fuck out of here. But it's great. I love Delirium and Warhol and you. Everybody put your hands together for Pancake. And Pam. And Pam. John Henry hey. here to the this is the joke workshop and that's how the joke workshop works you're next comedian i love him he's one of my favorite people on the scene i think he's so funny and so original and so bizarre and he always comes up with just the strangest things to tickle your giggle hole put your hands together everybody for dwat my john henry thank you thank you Anyway, so uh, they say that uh, you can burn books, but you cannot burn ideas. I say, yeah, but you can stab people in the head. <laughs> How about that for philosophy? <laughs> Anyways, uh, here's something that's not philosophy. Uh, I figured out why we have pubic hair. Yeah, so that when we're naked and we're eating a cookie, uh, the crumbs won't hit the floor. <laughs> that's not philosophy my friend goes how did you figure that out I go uh nobody was home <laughs> nobody was home I've been doing voices you want to hear my voices oh uh, and that's all I got oh uh, <laughs> that sounds like a guy who got stabbed in the head right oh uh, uh, blood everywhere oh brain oh I can't think of the next word because it's on my hand. Oh, this piece of. <laughs> hey, uh, you know how you know how some women have like a uh, like a landing strip down there, right? 
Like they 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 do that, you know. I started doing that. Yeah, I got something similar. Uh, two eyebrows, <laughs> angry eyebrows, angled down that forty-five degrees. <laughs> Is that weird? Hey, uh, you know, at night, I don't know about you guys, but at night, uh, my my testicles, they roam my body in search of satisfaction. Yes, I wake up and it's by my foot. I'm like, what are you doing down there? Get back up here. It's dangerous out. You could get nicked. <laughs> All right. Uh, the first joke that failed tonight, ladies and gentlemen. First joke that failed. Uh, you know how some people like dancing? You guys like dancing? Oh, I don't like dancing. I can't. Fuck, I hate dancing. I'll, I'll tell you what I love, though. I like to dry hump with my clothes on while standing up. That's what I like. Wow, the music's going. My hip action is hurting because I don't. I told, I told this girl once that we made a promise. We go, hey, we're going to grow old together. And then we uh, had sex in the bathtub until both of our skin wrinkled up and said, promise kept. See you later. <laughs> she goes, oh, I was going to do it to you, but you did it to me. I'm like, yeah, I read about it in your diary. So, <laughs> You read my diary? Yeah, and I burned it. Mm, where is it now? <laughs> oh, help me. Help. You can't leave. No, no it got murderous there. Oh, man, my subconscious is revealing who I really am. <laughs> I didn't mean for that stuff to come out. I just mean for funny jokes to come out. But um, anyways, hey, you know how like some people, like they get rich, and they get like a bed, like a nice bed, and they get a, a mirror over it? You know that? Uh, I, w- I want to do that because uh, last night I uh, did it in my back seat and while looking in the rearview mirror, and that was pretty good, you know? Uh, that, what if the mirror was big? <laughs> then I could see more than shoulder blades. <laughs> it's so sharp, baby. Just jamming in my face. <laughs> okay, remember that part where, where Pam said that uh, Dewan Mai comes up with just strange things? <laughs> All right. Oh, one more thing and I gotta go. Uh, hey, you guys, you guys see this neck vein that I have right here? Like if I hold my breath or if I choke myself, you can see it. You gotta, so I, wanna, I wanna take a tube and then draw blood from it and then take the other end and then stick it in my mouth. <laughs> that way I can drink directly from the well that fed me, you know? I'd be like, oh, where's my, where's my manners? You want some? No? Okay. Just for me, <laughs> vitamin A. <laughs> Hi, guys. Thank you for listening. I must leave and go uh, somewhere else. Thank you very much. What my reaching singularity by eating his own self. I wonder actually how long you can survive by drinking your own blood because your body would make more blood as you were draining it, but it would also act as food. So you'd be feeding yourself. Yeah. But how long could you live? Because uh, I read about this. You have? Yeah. Uh, like the good thing is that if you get uh, two weeks. Uh, the bad thing is uh, bloody stool. <laughs> uh, I have a couple positive things to say because everything was super funny. Um, the whole thing about stabbing the ideas out of someone's head was amazing. And then the callback to it was great. I'd call back to it a third time after the diary thing. Be like, I burned her diary and then stabbed her in the head. Because <laughs> you got dark anyway, so you might as well do a callback to it. 
Also, with the angry eyebrows for the pubic hair, which is hilarious, I think there's a line to put some googly eyes on there somewhere. Yeah. Maybe googly eyes on the balls. Oh, maybe yeah. googly eyes underneath. I don't know. Maybe the dick is the nose. Maybe Ooh, it's a big, long Pinocchio nose. Oh, and eyelashes. Eyelashes on the googly. Well, you could make the eyelashes with the pubic hair. That's so smart. Yeah. Because you'd have the googly eyes. I thought googly eyes. There was one thing I had questioning is um, when you said nicked, is that because your ball is by your toenail and your toenails are sharp, and so your ball would get nicked by your toenail? Uh, no, it's just that that's how sensitive it is. Oh, okay. Because I was like, nicked by what? And I thought, yeah. oh, maybe his toenails are so disgusting and sharp mm, that they were yeah. nicked to the balls. Mm, but you I'm were like, right. that joke bomb, joke bomb. Because I, I didn't know what you were getting at yeah. for me to think about in my head what weird fucked up yeah. shit you were thinking of. <laughs> but uh, but uh, everything, uh, you're so funny. Everything's so cool. Well, Jason, looks like Jason has things to say. Yeah. Um... You know I like your comedy. Oh, thanks. Um, I like personally. I just I do a lot of like imaginary stuff sometimes, and so like I always like look up to Dwight to see. Oh, what he's thanks. Doing. Um, I had one uh, potential uh, tag, and I think uh, you're like, what are? I finally figured out what pubes are for. Um, and it's like for uh, for when you drop yeah, the, the cookie, cookie crumbs, and yeah. then I, and then your friends like, how'd you figure that out? And then I would have been like, crumb cake. Mmm, I'm gonna add that. Yeah. Crumb cake. Yeah. Also, um, just like facts to know, the the hair on your pubes and the hair on your beard is the same type of hair. Really? Interesting. And the reason it's like it, the the cross section of those hairs is actually a triangle, and it's supposed to be the roughest type of hair because it's supposed to protect the most important parts of your body. Oh, interesting. Really? And ball shaped chins. <laughs> Sure. I mean, if you get fat enough, you might have balls off your chin, <laughs> like a droopy, sacky, sad sack. Funny. I mean, I'm rolling. Uh, you know, you can say you have big balls, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and also, I was going to say that you, if, if you trim, use the trimmer down there, you lay in the bed and you want to look at the mirror or oh, yeah. something like that. And then that's why you're worried about the balls mm, yeah. roaming because they'll get nicked again by the razor. Oh, yeah. Like Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Funny. Uh, for the joke about drinking blood from your vein and like the cycle of it, I feel, I, I feel like it'd be funny if you referenced the, the Ouroboros. Do you know what that is? Mm -hmm. the, oh, the snake no. eating its own tail. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of a symbol for this like never-ending cycle. Ouroboros? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's like an old symbol, but it's like it's it's a like kind of a popular tattoo. Uh, okay. It's kind I'll of like it I guess like I don't know tribal symbolism. The reason I say that is because like I I found that like when in when you're making jokes about obscure things. Uh, referencing, making like specific connections always yeah, tends yeah. to really okay. make it more potent. Uh, yeah, Ouroboros, it's like obscure, but also very I'll look it up. particular thing. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. You might, you might recognize it. It's the side, it's like the infinity symbol. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Thanks. Yeah. Any Thank other you. comments? Thank you, fellas. Clap fellas. your hands wildly for Dwight Mike. So he mopped up. Right, that's how the joke workshop works. And again, thanks for donating to keep Mutiny Radio alive in 2020. Uh, coming up March 1st through 7th, we've got the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Over 75 comics from all over the United States and 28 of them from in town for 66 shows in seven days. We're going to have programming from 10 in the morning until 10 at night every day of the week, Sunday through Saturday. It's going to be crazy. Crazy awesome. Put your hands together for your next comedian. Everybody, it's Kyle Morrissey. <laughs> 
this sabotage. Uh, okay, so let's see. I uh, I think uh, I think high school Jeopardy is really ridiculous um, because I feel like high school Jeopardy, if it was realistic, would just like no no high schoolers actually like answering questions. So I feel like it would just be Alex Trebek just waiting like anybody until it's just counting down. It's just like a row of teenagers like refusing to answer. Uh, because even though they probably know what the answer is, but he still has to be like, uh, it was Othello. Uh, but God forbid one of the kids like answers it and gets it right. And the guy next to him is like, gay. That's <laughs> like, the kind of high school I went to. Um, so I, I really think high school Jeopardy would just be like a row of kids like not wanting to be uncool. Uh, <laughs> Um, let's see. I, uh, I, I've, I've never hit a woman. Um, all right. I was expecting some applause there. Uh, a little, I'm not sure who I'm performing stand up to now. I don't know what your guys' values are. Uh, never hit a woman. Uh, not cause of any personal value system. I've just never been in a situation where that was necessary. Uh, I just thought there would be, uh, growing up, you know, as a young boy, you're told very, very often, whatever you do, never hit a woman. I just, uh, the way they said it, I just assumed I was always going to be in situations reducing the urge to hit women. Uh, just the way they said it, like, well, whatever you do. Like, 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 I remember my dad telling me that and me being like, is something going to happen? Like, is there something I should know uh, about these women? Um, and uh, nothing ever happened. So I was a little alarmed when I, you know, got to college and uh, women started hitting me. Um, <laughs> Uh, I was lucky I developed a, a kink for it um, uh, the, because typically when the woman hit me, it meant in about 10 minutes we were going to be uh, doing the ob having sex. Um, uh, it, 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 I, I ended up developing a Pavlov Pavlov's dog-like relationship to toxic. Pavlov's dog-like response to toxic relationships, uh, which is really the only thing you can do if you're getting hit by a woman. Uh, if you are, you can either develop a king for it or, uh, or, or murder them. Um, if you want to maintain any self-respect, uh, so let's see, I, uh, I feel like I'm, 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 I'm smart enough. Uh, I feel like I'm kind of smart in, in like a dumb way. Um, like when I was a kid, I knew the word euthanasia, I had heard it, but I didn't know what it meant. So I thought it was just whenever I heard it, I thought it was describing children in Asia. Uh, and so whenever people were like, we have a problem with euthanasia, I was like, oh my God, like there are too many kids over there. <laughs> like, um, we gotta, we gotta do something about that. I get, when I heard China had a one child policy, I was like, that makes sense. Like it's very progressive of them. Um, these other Asian countries got to get ahead of it. And I thought, I thought euthanize meant unionize but for kids. So when people are like, Hey, we can't let anyone euthanize. I was like, well, give them a chance, you know, like at least let them try to euthanize themselves, you know, before you go taking their rights away. Uh, so, um, what else do I want to do? I was in Vegas recently and, uh, there, I was excited cause, uh, there's, I heard about this, this, this gun range in Vegas where you can just shoot like any type of weapon. And I was a little disappointed when I showed up and it costs like $300 for like five minutes. And, and in that moment I was like, you know, like if you're just like a white dude showing up to a gun range alone, the owner really should be like, just go like get, 
get it out of your system. Uh, like, I don't want to be held accountable for anything. Um, like, I, 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 I just, I think, uh, I think that's like when you're in high school and your parents are like, look, if you're going to drink here or if you're going to drink, just, just drink here. Like, we don't want you going out. God knows where, like the church, you know, back of the church. Like if you're going to shoot guns, shoot guns here. Like we don't want you going out to like a church. Uh, um, yeah. I mean like places like San Francisco have safe contained areas where drug addicts can shoot heroin. I feel like we should just have safe contained areas where you could shoot whoever you want. Um, and I feel like it would really confine the, the problem. Uh, you could even treat it like, like a, like a, you could treat it like a Groupon. Like you send an evite to someone like, hello, Kyle, someone wants to shoot you. Like that would be, I think that would be a fun first date. Um, let's see. There's no through line to any of these bits. Uh, I, uh, I, hmm, I was watching the Titanic recently. I was watching the Titanic recently and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, we were like, my girlfriend and I were, we were like flipping through channels and we found Titanic and like, we were in a hotel room. I don't want you to think we just watch cable. Like, ugh. uh, but, uh, it was, the boat was already sinking and we were watching is a scene where there's a, a group of guy, the group of men all trying to get onto a lifeboat and the deck mate has like a gun. And he's like, you can't get on like women and children for only. And, and one of the guys steps over the line and the deck mate shoots him and he dies. Um, and, uh, and oh my God, guys, I forgot the rest of that joke. Um, dear Lord, this is embarrassing. This is very embarrassing. Um, I'm addicted to my phone. Uh, I, uh, I think, I think most people are addicted. Did you horn me? A long time ago. Holy shit. <laughs> it's all good. I'm so sorry. <laughs> How much longer was I going for? You did like two extra minutes, Ooh. but yeah, no, no, it's fine. You were, are you high? Are you, no, I'm not. are you not? I'm, I'm, everybody I'm clap, everybody clap wildly for Kyle Morrissey. I'm really sorry about that. No, no, Great. you're fine. fine. You're fine. It's just funny. Cause you like looked at me and I was like, ah, you just had no sense of time, but you were meandering around a joke. You're fine. You're hey, it's you're in the zone. It's, it's, that's great. I like you. I love your euthanasia joke. You're just rambling about, but I, that one's well written and 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 vulnerable. And I like that it makes you seem kind of stupid because it like it it um you know it it makes you a little more relatable like as a person that you it's like where you punch down on yourself sort of. And I right. kind of like the part. Uh, Jason, go ahead. You got stuff to say. Um. So you said I've never hit a woman. And then, and then you said, not because this, but because what? I've never been in a situation. Okay. I feel like maybe there's something punchier. I was, I was thinking maybe like, um, not because this, but maybe I just, you know, have a lot of life left to live. And then you could be like, the, right, like the way, they, the way they talk about it, it's like there is something. Like the, the way they talk about it, you know, it seems like I'm waiting for that thing that's supposed to happen. Um, and then I thought the Jeopardy thing was really funny. And then one thing that came to mind about middle school is that, like, whenever you raise your hand and answer a question, like, the other, like, boys in the class will be like, penis, 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 penis. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because, like, when you answer the question, they say gay, but that doesn't make any sense if they're also the ones that are yelling penis, 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 penis. Oh, right. So, yeah, I, I just thought of that. Thank you. Is the rest of the... 
Is the rest of the Titanic joke about that guy getting shot and he, I think I heard it before, where the, and it's like a shitty way to die. You, you're going you're gonna to drown, but you died in a weird way. Oh, yes. Yeah, thank you. you. Didn't, it okay. turns into him. It's like, oh, he was a, you got killed because you were a men's rights activist. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, because he That's wanted good. to get on. He's like, men on, the, men on first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, men. men get on the boats. Gotcha. That's good. Okay. Yeah. I, I was Yo, your girlfriend like, asked me the question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or would you rather die? Yeah. Right. I, okay. Yeah. I was wondering about if you could come up with another example or something about uh, somebody dying in a weird way, like during a big other event. You know what I mean? Right. Like choking on a piece of steak, Bored. like after the planes hit the building. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. Choking <laughs> on a like ham that. sandwich. Like you're dying of a gunshot wound on the Titanic, right. which is weird. Yeah. I don't know. It, just Thank you for reminding of me. Of course, I couldn't think of any examples, but yeah, except for the steak. Ex yeah, except for the 9-11, never forget. Yeah, just be as, be as controversial as possible. What are other, like... Maybe it's, like, something, like, you have to, like, compare dying in, like, a valiant way versus, like, dying in, like, not a cool way. It's, like, it's like charging into war and then tripping over a rock. Right. <laughs> it's like drowning in a puddle. You get you get shot you get shot on the Titanic and you drown in a puddle or something you know. I, I was like how uh, you know the students are the, wouldn't answer any questions and stuff like that only maybe like the international students or something just a, a play on how stupid high school students are that are from public schools or something like that. All right, cool. Put your hands together, everybody. Kyle Morrissey. <laughs> Johnny Cash laying it down in the fills today. Uh, hey, here we go. This is how the joke workshop works. If anybody else wants to sign up, the list is back here. I noticed there was another um, woman in the room. Didn't know if you were just hanging out or if you wanted to go up too, but the list is back here. Put your hands together, everybody, right now. He's been giving great comments all night. It's Jason King. I ain't gonna repeat what I said anymore. What's up, guys? How goes? How goes? What's up? Cool? Cool? All right. Dope. 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 So um, recently, uh, this girl was sucking my dick, and um, <laughs> mid-dick suck, uh, after a first date, she goes, can't wait to date you. And uh, like, there, there are a few things that I would have wanted to hear less, you know? Like, the one that comes to mind is like, can't wait till we get a mortgage. 5.3% <laughs> interest rate. <laughs> you know? Um, also, like, is this how she has all her serious conversations? You know? She's like, so my dad died. <laughs> um, you know, is this how she kind of sets up her relationships? You know, you, she like brings someone in. She hasn't. She's like, "Hey, welcome to my office. Please drop your pants and put your balls in my lips. I'd like to propose a uh, working relationship between us." Okay, <laughs> that one doesn't work. Now, but he, he, this is what's most interesting about this situation. Okay, to me, what perplexes me is why she had this thought in that moment, because sucking dick sucks dick. <laughs> Okay, that's why when things really suck, we say that they suck dick, right? So why, why in this moment, like, did she, did like the thought of having a relationship come to her? You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like it's usually like the last straw 
and wanting to end a relationship. You know, because like this person's never home. Like they're not nice to my friends. They're very mean to me. Like why would I suck his dick? You know? So now I'm trying to figure out like what was it about my dick that helped her find worth in me? You know? So now I want to suck my own dick to get self-worth. <laughs> You know, like, is it, is it like, do my, do, do my balls like offer a, a, a nice place for chin support? <laughs> like, <laughs> do my, do my, did my pubes like tickle her nose? Like, is it cause I giggle when I orgasm? So I just, I just want to suck my dick for self-worth, you know, I'll suck it and just be like, ah, my dad does love me <laughs> or <laughs> I should respect myself. <laughs> and then maybe and sucking my dick, like I'll discover a superpower in myself that I can leverage. You know, I'll go to a job interview. They'll be like, ah, Jason, based on your experiences, you know, you, you can't get the job. And I'll be like, I understand, but have you sucked my dick? <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, yeah. How much time do I have, Pam? Uh, one minute. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I spent like 10 hours on that punchline. <laughs> uh, okay, this is not a joke, but this is actually some interesting shit, uh, and I'll just share it with you. So basically, uh, same girl, suck my dick, and uh, <laughs> during the process, she goes like, oh, you taste so good, right? Which is like a normal thing. But what, she, what I told her was that like, I actually took pineapple chapstick and hot water and turned it into a moisturizer and put it on my dick. So I was like, oh, that must be the pineapple chapstick. And she's like, oh, that, that makes sense because it's actually good. <laughs> but that's not a joke. That was just something that happened recently. And I thought that was a cheat code that's very interesting. If you're looking for something to moisturize your dick with, use chapstick. It tastes good and it's edible. Uh, yeah. Ah, that's my time. <laughs> Understand. Pro tips. From Jason King, yay! <laughs> Everybody suck his dick, yay! Uh, when you when you got that minute left, I thought there was an opportunity to say something like, "Is that enough time to suck my dick? <laughs> is a minute long enough? Like, is it is that not? Can I suck my own dick in a minute? Is that possible? Have you perfected it enough? But yeah, um, really treading new ground with that dick sucking material. I love it. <laughs> no, I do. I think it's funny stuff. I okay. obviously, I mean. I, I always, I mean, who doesn't have, it, it's like, a, if you're a comedian, you have to have a cache of dick jokes somewhere, right? Yeah. And so, first dick you're joke. being cheeky about it. <laughs> Pop my cherry today. Yeah. <laughs> dick jokes. Uh, other comments for Jason's penis, 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 penis. Yeah, I like that. I like the penis goat. And it, it maybe you could say you got the the a goat dick, right? The greatest dick of all time, right? Mm. It's the goat so of dicks. Mm. And you're, you're, or you're wondering if it's, if it's a great dick, and so you started to do yoga, right? Mm. You want to become more Someone flexible to, uh, to suck my own dick. To suck your own dick. Yeah. Okay. I mean, everyone's <laughs> tried, right? I guess. I don't know. At some point. At some. <laughs> 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 Other comments? Do you have any questions that's for anybody? How, that's how sit-ups were invented. <laughs> Suck our own funny. dick, and then we got really jacked. <laughs> um, so I like the self-worth bit. Um, you said 
what am I like? Uh, my father doesn't love me, and then am I? I would switch those two. Switch the switch the order. Yeah, because then okay. the father doesn't love me has more punch. Mm. I think you get some laughs, but then you get a lot of laughs for the father fun. Okay, 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 cool, 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 cool. Uh, well, can I, can I ask you a question? So a third one was, it's like, it's like I respect myself. It's like my dad loves me. And then I wrote in the car, it's like, I have a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, no one's made any comments about your dick sucking joke. So for that one, uh, when you, uh, <laughs> like, you were talking about how, um, like, you know, since she sucked your dick equals something meaningful, something meaningful if I try it. Just like, what, what's that math property where it's like if A equals B, then and B equals C, then A must like I think it's like the transitive. <laughs> the transitive property, is the pro, yeah. the transitive. I just I saw that so like I like I pictured you capping the whole thing off like well the laws of deduction tell me you know just like simplify like s- squeezing it all together where like you because there's like a lot of different nodes in that joke so to take yeah. like the very first one and equate it to the very last one mm. I I saw that I, I saw that so that was that was, that was good. <laughs> You okay. could uh, use, you know how pineapple juice makes your cum taste better? Yeah. So you can use that for pineapple chapstick or something like that. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Inside right. and outside. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but uh, it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, but have you sucked my dick? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Everybody put your hands together. Jason King. I that's how the joke works up works and we're moving right along we just got some new comedians in the room please remember if you're going to make comments give them on one of the microphones that's great if you want to sign up that's great too thanks for donating to mutiny radio if you can't for any reason that's cool make us look cool on instagram join us follow us and tag us at mutiny radio sf and that's great put your hands together for your next comedian everybody and take notes and be awesome and clap your hands in a wild slappy like motion for daniel lewis understand you man countrified me there a little bit all right Hi, everybody. How's it going? Am I getting feedback on this one? I might change the... Right? Okay, good. Okay. We'll do a little different... Uh, hey, I had a dick. There, I have a dick joke, too. Because uh, you started... You said you just started with the dick jokes. I got one I thought of. Yeah, you know how... Uh, here's how it basically goes. Uh, you know how, like, you don't always have a tape measure on you, you know, but if you... But, luckily, everybody knows exactly the size of his penis because everybody's measured it, right? So, in a, in a real pinch, like, say you're at the, you know, you're at the Home Depot or something. Honey, uh, you think this dishwasher will fit between the counter and the fridge? Uh, maybe. Let me go get chubbed up and we'll see. All right. <laughs> Just a thing. You guys see at the Safeway, they caught somebody uh, on camera there pooping in the Safeway aisle. Ooh, man. Yeah, all I got to say is thank God for Instacart, you guys, because uh, you poop at home, they'll take it over to Safeway for you, which is great. All right. Doesn't work. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm... I've been stressed out lately, like, uh, you know, I stressed myself out because, like, I don't get anything done. I don't follow through with anything. Uh, just, I, just the whole cycle just repeats, and I stress myself out, man. I went to my doctor. That's my doctor I could do about it. doctor said, have you considered meditation? 
So that's what I've been doing now for a couple months. And I got to tell you guys, ever since I've been considering meditating, I've been really relaxed. Really, it feels great. You guys should try it. <laughs> been considering meditating for about two months now. I'm less anxious and more focused. I haven't felt this good since I was thinking of quitting smoking. It's really good, yeah. All right. Yeah, you know, I don't like this whole gender reveal thing, I have to say. You know how they have these gender reveal things? And my, my least favorite gender reveal is this one, where you're like watching HBO, and at the beginning it says N for nudity. And then later on you go, ah, it's a guy's ass. I hate that. Gender reveal. <laughs> Always repeat the topic of the joke at the very end of the, of the thing. But yeah, like I, I, I'm like Kyle. Like I only watch TV when I'm in hotel rooms. I was watching recently, and uh, I saw that they had they rehashed this show. Kids say the darndest things. I can't believe they're doing this show again. I don't know if you guys remember. Late '90s, the show used to be hosted by Bill Cosby. It was yeah, in the late '90s, the version of that show, which is kind of funny, because like in retrospect, uh, he turned out to be the darndest thing about that show. He, <laughs> that guy did the darndest stuff. Let me tell you. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, another one is uh, what I've been watching. Uh, another one I watched is uh, Stranger Things. You guys see that show, Stranger Things? People like that. They just had season three, and they just announced there's going to be a season four of Stranger Things. Man, I don't know. Like, how long can they keep this up? Like, how long can something happen before you can no longer call it a Stranger Thing? You know what I mean? It's happened for four years. That's normal now. I'm sorry. And you're kind of an idiot for not leaving. Do you want to know why they don't have a, a second season of that show Chernobyl? Everybody moved, you guys. They're not morons. Like, I realize, like, Hawkins, Indiana is not exactly the richest town, but, like, don't tell me you have less mobility than Ukrainians living under Soviet rule. There's no way that that's the case. Hmm. I don't know if you guys saw, uh, suicide is, uh, now, has now surpassed uh, traffic accident deaths as the number one cause of deaths. The first time in modern American history this has happened. And I know it sounds pretty grim, but, like, there's actually a silver lining to it, which is that, like, one of the reasons there's more suicides than traffic deaths now is that driving is just getting safer and safer and safer over time. So there's a little feather in your cap there. Uh, you're that much more likely to make it from the unemployment office to the divorce proceedings to the Golden Gate Bridge in one piece, you guys. So that's good to know. I wonder if I have a quick one in here. Ah, I don't have a quick one. I'll just leave it at that. Thanks, you guys. Appreciate it. Understand. Yay! Daniel Lewis. Yay! Comments, comments, comments. Um, just because it was the last thing you said, I really liked how you nested the safety of driving into the ability to commit suicide successfully. Thank you. Uh, second, the the gender reveal <laughs> HBO ratings analogy. Beautiful. I gotta, yeah, oh I gotta work on the God. way it comes like, out. Yeah. Like, maybe, yeah. Like, try. Have you tried it with multiple audiences? I, no, like, I, this is. Uh, I think second, yeah, second time but I you, mentioned it. You, it. you got it. You know. Oh, okay. um, yeah, because I, I can. It. Oh, dude, that's like an example. Yeah, like the end ought to be that, pink like, or blue or something. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's fucking know. great. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can know. so relate to that where you see the nudity and you're like, huh? Like it? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Thanks. Uh, I like the dick joke in the beginning. Uh, I just, surprise. I knew you would. I'm sorry, guys. I'm on a roll today. I'm on a roll. Just talking about penises is what it's about. It's, it's the world. It's what I do. <laughs> um, I just thought it could have been interesting if, like, 
like places that are like very masculine like home depot like they have like alternative measurements so like it's like this like this fridge is 30 inches or it is also like six yeah. hairbrushes it's six dicks <laughs> oh it's yeah. six dicks yeah all, it's six like, average size dicks all like the different things you would six use average yeah. six <laughs> You can measure it by black dicks or by white dicks. Ah, that's a good idea. You could like be like, I'm at Home Depot. This is clearly six white dicks. Oh. Uh, yeah, right, exactly. Oh, God. Okay, I'll work those in. I'd rather work in know. centimeters than inches. Oh, uh, doesn't doesn't a hundred yeah. centimeter? I mean, how big? Six inches is how many centimeters? Uh, so if you said 14, your dick was like sixteen, something like that. Yeah, like sixteen centimeters. That's nice. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's that's nice measuring. Depends on from the base or yeah, okay. millimeters. That's like sixty millimeters. That sounds huge. Uh, yeah, it does sound huge. <laughs> right? I'd rather go My dick this. is sixty millimeters, man. 16, really, that's like three inches or something. <laughs> Jason, what's your? Uh, I think that could kind of be funny. Like like you like you get home. And you find that your wife bought like the wrong fridge. She's like, babe, this isn't black dicks. What's wrong with it? <laughs> it's not going like, to fit in here. You know how I feel about this. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that wouldn't fit. Uh, you're trying to jam that in there? No way. <laughs> uh, you're going to break everything. <laughs> um, I, was, I was also thinking about the, the suicide joke and how there's like less car accidents. I was like, maybe there's just less car accidents because people have flying out the building there's no one to drive the car so, <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe not i'm not sure yeah, yeah maybe that's it. thank you jason thanks i was just gonna say vagina 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 just to keep the feminists happy <laughs> penis 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 that's the that's the through line of tonight surprise it's joke workshop at mutiny radio of course penis is the through line here put your hands together everybody one more time for daniel lewis oh him Your next comedian, he's still the savior of Mutiny Radio. Uh, he's he's the toughest, biggest ombre here on the Bay Area comedy scene. Put your hands together, everyone, for Matthew Quirk. There's a story I would tell about a brave young Indian. It, it takes away from my toughest if I'm the biggest. You should tell people that I'm not the biggest, but I am the actual toughest. Uh, anyway, guys, so have you heard that uh, Trump is now... Um, fighting with windmills again he's coming on he says he has the biggest brain but he can't uh he can't understand wind uh and i would just like to tell the ladies out there that uh size isn't everything see that dick joke was brainy it was uh so i'm wearing my cosby christmas sweater yeah because uh, uh, Eddie Murphy brought Cosby back into the news. He made some joke about how if 30 years ago you asked him, between him and Cosby, who was going to be America's dad and who was going to be in prison, you know, everyone would have guessed the other way around. But uh, apparently the Trump, I mean the, uh, <laughs> Trump, apparently the Cosby uh, folks are all pissed about that joke he made uh, and saying that he's a slave to SNL. And uh, I would like to remind uh, Mr. Cosby that it's not a joke. You're really in prison for drugging and raping people. No kidding, guy. 
Uh, you know, you hear Trump and his whole windmill thing. It's like, you know, he, he's just, you know, he thinks they cause cancer. They're going to kill birds. He says that they're, that if you live anywhere near a windmill, your house value goes down by 85%. And uh, do you guys know that there's a windmill at the end of Golden Gate Park that is not doing shit to hold down property values here in the city? Anyway, I think somebody should tell President Donald J. Quixote that fighting with windmills is a bad look. It's an allegory for something. Anyway, I read that headline. It made me think we need to start a new game. You guys know Fuck, Mary Kill, right? We need a new game with the news called uh, Real Fake or Onion. Uh, so there's a... Uh, Speaking of real fake or onion, apparently there was a uh, uh, an oil spill at the Galapagos Islands. Yeah, and so this year's uh, 2019 Darwin Award goes to humanity. Good luck, everybody. Uh, who here has been doing their uh, New Year's resolutions from last year? <laughs> One person. I'm still doing my New Year's resolutions. Mine was microdosing. You know, something you want to do. What do you guys, the gym or something? Lose weight? Yeah, right. Uh, anyway, now that I've been, um, you know, for depression. I did it for depression, guys. Anyway, now that I've been microdosing for uh, a year, I got to tell you, this is one depressing fucking city. That's my report back from the other side. Uh, apparently, they're going to reopen the BART bathrooms that have been closed since 9-11. And I think when you take a good look around at the dystopian shitscape that we live in here, that the terrorists have won. <laughs> Clearly, the terrorists won. Uh, let me see here. Uh, uh, in newsworthy events, uh, Republican from Washington, Matt Shea, apparently he was seen at three... Uh, uh, domestic terrorist events. Apparently this guy is a domestic terrorist. And uh, apparently the rest of the Republican Party is like asking him to step down. And uh, I, I thought we didn't negotiate with these people. <laughs> and uh, there's also another guy, Republican Mark Foley from Florida. Apparently he's a known, he served time for being a pedophile. And he's being welcomed back to the Republican Party. But I think if you you know if you're honest with yourself, uh, Jeff Epstein left a big vacancy that needs to be filled in their party. I think that's all right. Uh, and uh, finally, uh, apparently bees are the most important animal uh, in the animal kingdom, and uh, ants are so fucking pissed right now, guys. Ants. All right, I'm ready for your feedback. Matthew Quirk, Nobody yay! Matthew Quirk, Matthew Quirk. Quick comments, thing, comments, man. comments. Um, well, Jason King starts the comments. I'm gonna come around. I have a gift for you for for um holiday time. You get to choose. A word. Because of your ugly Christmas sweater, you win a prize. Ah. Oh, not word. And I'm gonna re-gift the shit out of this thing. Uh, I was gonna say, come from. I, you can come from the other angle on the Galapagos Island joke. You can just be like, uh, you know, uh, there's recently an oil, oil spill by the Galapagos Islands. A lot of people are upset about it. It's like, why don't they just fucking evolve? You know, like this. <laughs> Darwin joke. Darwin joke. 
hilarious, funny. I, I like the bees joke uh, and the ant. It's like, uh, who's going to knock down that rubber tree plant now, you know, or something like that. Uh, I do like also with uh, the Cosby sweater and stuff like that is like you say, what can this put and pop do for you now, you know, or something <laughs> like that. Some kind of something. Can you do a can you do a a, a, a Bill Cosby it, impression? It puts the pills in the pudding. And <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You got the voice. That's perfect. Definitely take the opportunity to do a silly act out with his voice yeah. and say something ridiculous about that. About even about your sweater. I put the pills in my sweater and yeah. then I bring them to the bar and yeah. I take the latest The joke was disrespectful to me here in the yard with the fellas. They don't like the sweaters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he still has people. He's still worth multi-million. Right, he still has a publicist and everything. He's still a multi-million dollar. Per, you know, he's in prison, but he has like an estate and a, a legacy and all that good shit. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's yeah, definitely got a crew and uh, I mean now that he's got street cred, right? He's in he's got, fucking he's prison for God's sake. Yeah, look how Martha doubled yeah. down on that and now she's his, friends with Snoop Dogg. His entourage OG. is now a crew or a gang. I mean, anyway. He's an OG. Other comments for Matthew Cork, the amazing, the lovely, the Christmas out, the anything? No, great. Cool. Everybody Matthew Cork, yay. Your next comedian, he is a star on the radio, the actual airwaves, and on Instagram, you have to follow him on Instagram because he puts out the silliest, most fun things, and he has such a positive outlook on life, and it's just such a joy and a wonderment. Put your hands together, everybody, for Larry Dorsey! Two inches of water in a lonely dish. Love you, Pam. Have you ever tried to step on a stair that wasn't there? That rhymes, by the way. <laughs> You're just like, fuck, right? And it, you know, and like thinking about it, because it just happened to me, horses walk like they're constantly stepping on stairs that aren't there, right? I don't know where the funny's there, but I'm trying to figure it out. So hopefully you guys can tell me later. <laughs> um, I think that the cartel should recruit the people who bag the drugs from grocery stores. <laughs> Right? Like, they just, like, like watching, like, bag boys and shit. Like, this motherfucker's good. <laughs> he's quick. He's efficient. By the way, um, I think that it's fucked up that they charge money for bags. And I, I came up with a great business plan. Just sell, you know, they're 10 cents. I'll sell them for 5 cents outside of Safeway. <laughs> um, deaths probably didn't spread as quickly as they do now. Like nowadays you find out someone dies like social media quick, right? I think they should actually rename GoFundMe to GoFund Funerals. But um, like back in the day, you'd be like, hey man, did you hear about Jimmy? No, what happened? He died. I was just with him in elementary last week, man. What the fuck? Okay. Um, <laughs> people who play the violin should have very white teeth. <laughs> Um, how, do, you, do you know how Spanish people say good morning? No. Good morning. <laughs> uh, so I used to sag my pants. Like I used to be one of the people who sag. I'm born and raised here in San Francisco. I used to like sag. 
And when I stopped sagging, I had to get reacclimated how to walk like a normal human being. <laughs> it was such a strange thing. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so weird. Like, <laughs> like I would grab my pants still, but it would look like I'm just grabbing my dick. It was just horrible. And there's different degrees to sagging, right? There's like the mini sag, like where you see the crack of the butt, but it's not like, you don't see the crack of the butt, you see the top of the boxer where you would see the crack of the butt. Then there's like the sag where it's like, then there's this sag, right? This is like the cool sag, like the cool guy sag. Then, okay, sorry. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go over here. Then there's this sag, right? <laughs> this sag is like, you're really committed to being a gangster, right? Then there's the sag <laughs> where you're homeless. <laughs> and you usually have another pair of pants underneath this sag. Those are the degrees of sagging. Um, uh, okay, so I always wonder if there was April Fools during slavery. You know black people didn't create it, but um, it would be funny if there was, like the slave master comes up. I've decided I'm not gonna sell your child. April Fools, nigga. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> He's like, my ancestors would love that joke. <laughs> um, you ever visited someone whose bathroom smelled better than the rest of the house? Yeah. Um, I just recently read an article that says there's, they just added a new emotion, and there's 630 emotions in the English language. My mom covers 137 of them before breakfast. <laughs> um, I love watching short people size other short people up. Right? I'm, I'm taller than that motherfucker, right? And then they'll ask you, like, who's taller? <laughs> it's funny. Okay. Um, uh, this one is kind of complex. I'll try it. These are all things I haven't worked out. So, uh... The, everybody's wondering why Trump hasn't been assassinated. It's because everybody who voted for him are the only people willing to assassinate someone. Okay. Humans have been on a long journey trying to figure out the meaning of life. We've been, you know, the fucking founding of youth. People went to extreme measures to really try to, like, find out immortality. Like, in the king of Hawaii, he, when he killed someone, he used to eat their brains. That's how deep humans, like, we, we don't know what the fuck's going on. We're like, just eat the fucking brains. Okay. Um, uh, my cousin, he's a hood nigga. He thought, I, I tried to help him with, you know, so he wouldn't go to jail. I said, bro, you haven't heard about the search and seizure clause? And he's like, you telling me if I have a seizure, the cops can't search me? <laughs> um, my dad is not into politics this whole time. He thought Bernie Sanders was Barry Sanders. So every time I'm like, yeah, man, I'm voting for Sanders. He's like, hell yeah, you should, man. <laughs> um, it's about to be a new millennium, 2020, right? So uh, a lot of people, like conspiracy theorists, they always think something crazy is going to happen, like the end of the world. And black people, it's true. It's not a stereotype. We do love looting. If there's going to be a blackout, there's going to be some blacks out. Last joke. Um... I almost married for citizenship, so someone didn't get deported, but then I changed my mind because I wanted my first marriage. I wanted, fuck, I changed my mind because I wanted my first divorce to be to someone I love. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Larry Dorsey.
Dorsey, yay, yay. <laughs> your set was almost was almost clean. Um, I know you're tr- practicing for the yeah. New Year's thing. You only said motherfucker once, and it was just sort of like a throwaway. But yeah. other than that, everything you were doing was clean material, which was yeah. great. And I know uh, you're shooting for that. You, thank you. You did a couple of N-bombs that were in there. But oh, is that yeah. clean? <laughs> but if you're black, isn't that still clean? He said I can't say it. Oh, but okay. I, asked, I would imagine soft a. You're not supposed. Yeah, to. But I'm like, how's a white person telling me I can't say nigga? If you do the soft a, is that not okay? Not okay. But I'm gonna say the n word though. Oh, you can say n word. Okay. That's what I'm gonna say. Sure. I asked him if I could. He didn't. He didn't confirm it. So I'm just gonna go with it. Fuck it. Fuck sure. It. Okay. Um, but it was super clean. Um, I had one thing. You said outside you'd sell bags, dime bags. Obviously, bags cost a dime. They're dime bags, and yeah. you're, you're like, I'm gonna tell, I'm just gonna sell weed outside the, I'm gonna sell dime bags outside the grocery store Ooh. or something, right? Because they bags cost a dime. I thought that was a, a thing. The walking and sagging thing is so funny, and that whole thing is clean. You're, it's so perfect, and you'll be able to riff off that with audience people. You'll be able to point people out and be your hilarious self. That that sagging bit could be like five minutes. I I, I believe it could because it's so funny, and you're describing things, and you can do act outs of people you can rock the shit out of that um and then same thing with that bathroom smell thing i feel like you did it as a one-liner but that could be a minute like what the what is going on in your house like you know what are you cooking in the kitchen that it i just feel like it's a clean premise that you could do at least a minute on Mm -hmm. but it's super funny that you open with you go ever go to someone's house and their bathroom smells better than the rest of their house like Mm-hmm. then why what is it cat is it cat litter is yeah. it you know what what's smelling them uh and then what else there was one other thing with the trump voters uh with why there hasn't been any assassinations i might say something like because they're the only people with guns i think it's easier than the punchline that you did you said they're the only people with sniper rifles right okay sure yeah because right because they have they have ak-47 or sevens or whatever and they're all for guns and we're not I, I yeah because i have guns oh, okay <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. all right sniper all right. rifles i don't sniper think rifles. like yeah oh, yeah other people have sniper rifles that's, I like they're that. the only people with sniper rifles yeah and then that's fun to say okay yay i really enjoyed it though that was really great thank you so much that was i, I, I mean I, you know not to give you two thoughts at the same time but i thought that was a fine thing a lot of people willing to assassinate someone i mean it, okay it, it reminded me maybe of, it could be the guns could be the tag right or, willing to assassinate something. someone it just reminded or me of in the wire sniping. when there was like they wanted to like the one guy wanted to assassinate uh, one of the politicians that ripped him off or like one of the uh, high up drug dealers and the guy was like look i'll go shoot somebody on the corner but you're talking about assassination like there's yeah, yeah. lines of like even oh. like like i like I'm, i know i'm your killer but like i'm not gonna go assassinate someone you know like you know there was lines of like morality or whatever yeah. in the, but um I was thinking about, you know, you just came with it off the top of your head about stepping on the stairs, no dare, and, and the horse, the way the horses walk. Yeah. It made me think that they they kind of walk like, have you ever seen those videos where someone puts like booties on their dog or their cat, and the way they kind of try to shake it off like yeah. as they're walking? And then I thought you were going to tie it into like when you relearn to walk with your pants up. It's like, I felt like the horse, you know? Oh. Like, I, thought, you know I know it was spontaneous, but that would have been a booties nice tie-in. That would have been good. You're so right. Yeah. You know, I'm like that prancing horse at the parade trying to learn how to walk in jeans again. It's it's so that whole premise is so funny. I've never understood it when I see the boys with it like because I taught high school for a while and it's like they're around your upper thighs. How are you possibly keeping your pants like you have to like walk like with this weird inner thigh action pushing outward. Yeah. I just don't understand the physics of it and to have someone explain it for me would just I, I mean that whole thing. I feel like it's so much <laughs> Thank time. You. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Now I forget what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Nice. You had good act outs, too. Really good act. Thank you. I like the uh, with your friend and and you know having a seizure and he thought he could get out. Oh, that's a funny. Thing. That's a funny joke. That, that'd be funny if you like had an event where you know we were. It was a ride or die night, and then he got pulled over, and he was. You kind know, of you kind of <laughs> animated a little yeah, bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? To give people a little bit longer laugh on that one. Okay. That's funny. Anyway, so uh, it needs an act out. It could have. I mean, anytime you 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 have you you do fun things on stage. You're fun, and your hair is so fun to have it move around would be fun to look at. Okay. <laughs> to have it, just your lovely locks swinging about. I thought maybe I could tie it in because I I one time during April Fools I faked a seizure in middle school. <laughs> Then I can say, you know, in middle school, I faked a seizure in, uh, for April Fools. And, you know, I'm like, you think, speaking of April Fools, and I could go right black, into the Yeah, slavery. black people don't do April Fools. Yeah. <laughs> you could even say it didn't work out well for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. With, I thought there was a search yeah, yeah. and seizure law. <laughs> Thank you so much, That y'all. was great. Terry Dorsey, or Terry, <laughs> Larry Dorsey, sorry. Yay! <laughs> I, was, I was out last night at Milk Bar, so I saw Terry Dorsey. That's... They're both funny guys. It's and they're not even related, I don't think. Same slave master. Same slave master, <laughs> Mr. Dorsey, years and years ago. Uh your next comedian, your pent ultimate, second to last. Put your hands together, everybody. For Quatemog. Remember well. From the land of the Pima Indian. A proud and noble band. Now I want a cigarette because of this fucking song. Fuck, I don't even smoke cigarettes. Well, I, actually, I used to smoke cigarettes, fuck, 10 years ago. I used to smoke Black and Miles, fucking cigar. Fuck, do you chew tobacco? Does anybody chew tobacco here? No? Fuck, nobody? Okay, good for you guys. i never done that shit, but I'm just like, ugh. I dated a girl who did chewing tobacco. It was the, you know, when you're young and fat and horny, you're like, fuck it, you know what I mean? You just don't give a fuck. You're like, Fuck. I was always a horny kid. Like at at the age of eight years old, I was like, I love women. I just, I, I just, I knew what I like. I was, you know, some people don't know. Some people are still figuring it out, right? So I was lucky. I know what the fuck I like. Um, I, I don't know where I'm going. I was in the bathroom and I was taking a piss, and Larry's making me laugh. But I looked to my left. There's soap. They have soap. This is called goat's milk, olive oil, and honey. That is some weird fucking shit. I've never seen some shit like this before, right? Goat's milk, olive, and honey. What the fuck? No, there's more soap. I'm not that dig. It's like the cheap soap, like the bar soap, like the dollars, like the prison soap or whatever. It's like it's almost out. You can wash his hands. Oh, my God. Do they have like breast milk, honey milk, olive oil soap? What the fuck? Oh, my God. I want to go... Oh, you want it? <laughs> There's more soap in there. Look up. Look up. Okay. Shit. It's okay. People have been telling us that we need to have our own TV show. I, I think it will get canceled, but. Um, okay. YouTube channel. No, I think they'll ban us too. <sighs> what do I want to talk about? Oh, speaking of dirty shit. Um, like I said, I was a horny kid, fucking kid, and um, when in my twenties, I'm still in my twenties, but when I when I turned twenty two, um, I hooked up with this Brazilian chick, right? She was fucking hot. She was nice too. I like girls who are just nice and just you know know what they want. And she wanted me, made it easier for me. I was like, all right, you know what you want, we're we're good. And 
she was teasing me right like she had my dig and i was like oh cool she's teasing me with her clit i was like fuck yeah i'm like i'm excited too and i was like i'm about to grab a condom and she's like no i was like what do you mean no i'm gonna grab a condom she's like no 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 boom she just like jumped on my dick i was like oh fuck right and when you're all in you're all in right there's no going back right like it was not cool right it was my choice right i was like that's not cool but it was cool but it was not cool you know what i mean i was like fuck so after we finished having sex, right, you know, I, I bust, but I pulled out, but I was so pissed off at myself, right? So I went to the bathroom looking for, like, something to clean my shit off, right? She had no soap because she just moved into her apartment. Like, she just moved, like, literally just moved in, like, a day before. Like, hella boxes are everywhere, right? Bed's on the floor. It's not even set up. And, oh, he's taking the soap. <laughs> so we're just, fuck. I'm just like, fuck. When I went through her fucking cabinet, there was only rubbing alcohol. I had to like pour that shit. I was like, oh, like I was so scared, man. Like you know, like, uh, where? Yeah, don't be silly. Wrap up that Willie, guys. Okay, what else I want to talk about? <laughs> How come Applebee's doesn't sell apples? Okay, I wish dogs piss in bottles. This kid came up to me and he asked me, "Hey." Can you fail in daycare? I had no reply to that. I was like, I mean, if you pass, I think there's hope, right? Um, imagine being a Grubhub employee. You know, you have to fucking have all the food. You have to carry the bag. But imagine, like, superheroes were real. And you had to sell, like, you have to, like, deliver food to fucking Batman. How sick would that be? No? Okay, I was looking. <laughs> My dad was a track runner. Uh, mostly uh, long distance. He was uh, he was running from child support. Okay. Rubbing alcohol. What else? Dog pissing bottles. Okay. I think that was all my new shit that I want to test out. Hmm. Oh man, I I love homeless people. Like they have like the best fucking playlists. You know what I mean? When they're like just like come come on and get down. Like I'm like fuck yeah, get down. They're doing heroin. I was like man, that's a great fucking. They got the best fucking playlist ever, man. Like you need to be my fucking DJ, bro. My birthday party, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is too long, but thank you guys so much, and let's give it up for fucking Mutiny Radio and Pam, and you guys fucking telling me that I suck, so thank you. Peace. He doesn't suck. Yay, Skotemog. Yay, yay. Be honest with me. Tell me if I suck or what I need no, to do. you were, I mean, you riffed for three minutes and 30 seconds. I gave you a little extra time just because you didn't even start telling jokes until, like, you told us all the things about the soap, which was all very funny. It's just, then you got into your actual material, but you're great at riffing and you're interesting to listen to. The only the only comment I have is that it's such a good joke. I just want to hear more about it, like the failing at preschool. So, like, what does a kid have to do to fail at preschool? Because they're already eating paste and throwing things and, you know, like stabbing each other. I don't know what kids do in preschool, right? Like, they're I just feel like there's what terrible thing did some child do? You know, because they already have jam hands and they're disgusting little monsters, you know, touching everything and giving each other herpes and just <laughs> fucking being gross. Right. But then how do you get what is he like spitting in other people's mouths? Like, how do you how do you get suspended from daycare or preschool? But it's just a funny concept. Thank so, you. Yay. Other comments.
I, I like the the failing dough care too and and all I said was like you know you tell them no but I heard that like you know uh, what is it preschool's a bitch you know or something like that right? uh, okay preschool so you better buck up because preschool's a bitch mm, you know, other comments we have a regular person some regular people in the audience too if you have any comments you're very welcome to say things you liked or jokes you did i mean you heard us laugh at things we thought we the the long distance running and from the that's that's a great joke that's fucking pristine and perfect and very funny and you deliver it well it's a good it's a good joke all right hell yeah thank you guys any other comments hey Hey, uni radio Yay! Mutiny Radio, yay! MutinyRadio.fm Joke Workshop. Actually, we're coming up on our fifth year anniversary. Um, the very first week of January in 2015, on a Monday, was our first Joke Workshop. So that's 52 times five. That's how many podcasts of this there have been over the years, which is pretty exciting. Yay! And we have listenership. I have one, just one joke I want to run by everybody and then, and then we'll be done. There's like two people just hanging out. I didn't know you guys didn't sign up. I didn't know if you wanted to do jokes. Did you want to do jokes? You don't want to do jokes. And the other guy in the corner who I don't know, no, no jokes. Yeah, maybe, another time. maybe another time. He's just checking it out. All right. Well, clap for me. I'm coming around. Yay! So I just have one new joke I want to run by people. I'm trying to do this new opener, and so we're going to see how it goes. We're going to talk through it together. All right. Hi, everybody. Yay. Hi, I'm Pam Benjamin. Yay. So I just turned 45, started going through perimenopause. So, of course, I decided it was time to have a baby. So I decided to adopt a kitten. I got a kitten. Don't worry. Everything's fine. I got a kitten. So that's my new joke I'm trying to work out because I did just get a kitten and I want to like bring out the whole idea that of course I'm trying to make fun of like I'm 45 like I'm the stereotypical woman in San Francisco that's like now it's time. I've done everything with my life. Now I feel unfulfilled and I want to have a baby. Of course I do. Like I want to do that but I want to just make it really short so I'm trying to get that idea condensed kind of and then I was thinking about going off on like, I would, like I'm going to have a baby at 45. I already taught special education for four years. That's not something I want to do again. Is that too harsh? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, come talk to the thing. I just turned 45 and everybody still wants to see my pussy. Yeah, because ah, of the kitten. Yeah, meow. I'm 100% down with cat jokes. I'm, I'm trying to do that stuff yeah no people still want to see my i just i want to try to get this thing across about wanting to have a baby because i'm 45 and like now that i'm all dried up and gross like yeah now's the time to have a baby but it's also because i nanny for a lot of people that are had babies when they were my age now and they're all like special ed kids and i don't I already but i already taught i want to throw some but i think it's almost too mean i don't know is that too mean well it's yeah. kind of mean you're gonna push it to the target uh, no, I don't. Well, I mean, I won't say. But the thing is, I can say retarded because that's my word because I did teach special ed for four years. So I earned that because right. I didn't earn any money. So I earned the right to say retarded. Like that's, I definitely earned that over time. Well, okay, that good. I just, it's so hard with the retarded stuff because I don't want to punch down, but I also. 
Right, and they'll be like, hey, my brother has Down syndrome or something. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I don't nice know about people. the punch up, punch down thing, but um, they they have like a saying. I don't know if women say this to each other, but guys do. Like, if you didn't uh, rebel in your twenties, you have no heart, and if you didn't sell out in your thirties, you have no brain. And uh, but there's also I feel like guys who like became button down accountants, whatever, had this really safe life in their twenties, and they hit like forty, and then they have this like super rebellious. Um, Midlife crisis, right? Divorce my and wife. You're having like that equivalent. Like you're so like I have my own. It's my life. It's my vagina. It's my body. I make my decisions. And you're like you weren't really making your decisions. You were overcompensating for them making the decisions. And now as soon as you can't have a baby, you're like now I, I want a baby. baby. And it's yeah, sort of like that extra exactly. regret. Like you weren't like all that rebelling you were doing wasn't really your independence. It was your like. Uh, just saying no to someone who was saying yes. It was just defiance. Right. And now it's that it's flipped on you and you're like, you're at your, you know, haven't sold, uh, you know, I haven't rebelled yet thing. And it's like, oh, now I want a baby now that I'm in postmenopausal. I mean, right. well, phrase it better, but like, right. I'm thinking of that's how I think you want to stage it. It's like you were so ERA. Right. Like I'm going to do a, my life and I'm going to get things done. But now, but you, now that my body's shutting down, yeah, I'm like, now, oh, fuck. What did I do? Yeah, but, now you. Uh, but I didn't. The thing is, I don't feel personally that yeah. way. I'm just trying to make. Fun I just know of that's the that joke you. That. I think that's the joke you want to tell. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's, I don't have the sayings to my mind right now, but there's things of sort of like along the lines of like my body, my choice, and you know, I, I, I chose a career rather than a. And now that I failed at my career, I want. To, right I want now, to I want it's. Too, yeah. now, but now it's too late, so I got a kitten. Yeah. No, but I also want to scare people. I don't know. I'm trying to work it out. It's not working yet. But I'm gonna keep working on it. I like how you, you can push the fact that you know the difference or the benefit of a baby versus a cat, especially because of costs in San Francisco. So you keep coming those ways to cheer yourself up for your decision that you. Well, I can't buy cat food with food stamps, which is a bummer. You can buy baby food with food stamps, but you can't buy cat food with food stamps. So I know I can't. Yeah, now I got. It. I'm like, damn it! No, I do. My new kitten is very, very cute and very I'll playful. Never, I'll never get the PTA award. I'll never get the, uh, you know. I'm, yeah, I'm never. Well, I'm a loser, so it's not gonna. My cat's not gonna win any awards either. She's an ugly, ugly kitten. She's, <laughs> she's a hideous little baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on up. Maybe if he wanted to get away from. My vagina is a place of dust and cobwebs. You right. could say, someone can say to me, you'll never be on the PTA with an honor roll student. And I can say to them, you'll never teach your child to shit in a box. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I, you know what? And actually, I have a cat litter joke because I literally peed in the cat litter once to see how much, how much pee would clump. And it's just a waste of litter. Don't do that. It's a lot. Like, I actually pee a lot. I had no idea how big my bladder was, but I wasted a lot of cat litter doing that. Cat litter's for cats, not for people. It does clump just fine, though. It really does. Didn't take a poop in it. Thank you guys all for staying here. Thank you so much for donating. That's amazing. Uh, everybody, if you're on the listening audience, you can always Venmo us at Mutiny Radio. And thanks for listening and being here and giving great comments. And we'll be back next week and and in subsequent weeks, five five year anniversary coming up. So yay, thanks for being here. Yay. 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 Yay.
everywhere. Yeah, yeah, the, our everywhere. city is. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to call this rim bender city. And then, and then they Jeez. put funky little patches on them, little band aids. They're not good enough. So you put your patch on, and then to, <laughs> you walk away. Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Harris, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. MutinyRadio.fm Why not make a donation? MutinyRadio.fm Streaming live the station. MutinyRadio.fm District of the Mission. MutinyRadio.fm MutinyRadio.fm Listen to live streaming radio. Or down or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to MutinyRadio.fm, hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie on YouTube. 
Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. But you can apply now through November 30th. 50 shows in seven days, over 50 comics from all around the U.S., and you could be one of them. Go to the Mutiny Radio website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Click the Apply button. Pay that 20 bucks. Donate to Mutiny Radio and apply with your five-minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th Annual Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8 that's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! 499. Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. (laughs) 
Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month, Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays. Taco Tuesdays. First Wednesday, live jazz. Live DJs Thursday. Parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. Hey, uh, this is going to be a different little edition of the Art TVs today. Uh, our hearts go out to uh, Gabriela Cunha. She had uh, to go to the hospital today, uh, so that's why she's not here today to host. Uh, but we're going to get started in a little bit and stuff. Uh, at the same time, we're still going to be doing our things, but our wishes go out to her for getting better so we can do something next week. Uh, but until then, we're going to be hanging out here at Mutiny Radio, and we're going to be doing it right. We'll be getting a little open mic going and then a little Q&A with some of these guys, too.
Back it up for you. You just can't see it because of this whole radio thing. But we hear you.
Mexican music, Mexican style, and style, style, and style can't span. So we do it all the while. I send two red stripe beer. I make wine look so easy. Then the bad guy never believe me. My boyfriend never leave me. Every night my eyes please me. You make wine look so easy. None of them the bad guy do believe me. Come and night when the other squeeze me. Just Thank you. 